Today's episode is brought to you by Drift Outfitters in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is your source for all things fly fishing. From waders and boots to thread and feathers, Drift has it all. They're now open for in-store shopping, but with a COVID times twist. Along with mandatory masks, a few other things have changed. So check in on their website to find their latest updates and policies. Safety first, fly fishing second. Curbside pickup for your online or phone orders is still a great way to get all the gear you need, and they're still shipping across Canada for free on orders over 100 bucks. Visit driftoutfitters.com to learn more. Okay. Yeah, hey, yo, hey, Yoma. Hey. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Super. I've been meaning to ask you this for a really long time. <laughs> okay. It's Wednesday, September 30th. The podcast is out tonight, and I've just been dying to ask you this question. How was your weekend, man? It was great. Yeah. It was um, much needed. I mean, I think it's our last, I think it was our last trip, um, our last soul flight trip for the year. But it ended up great because I caught my first muskie. And, yeah, that's and crazy. All, although Andy and I, I mean, I didn't catch, actually, I didn't catch any bass, no. but, oh, yeah, I did. I caught one bass. But Aldo crushed some huge fucking hogs, some like, some like, what do you call those things? Thick boys. I know. Some I saw thick boys. Oh, they were thick boys. <laughs> I, saw the, <laughs> I saw the pictures and I listened to the podcast because uh, today's podcast is about. Your guys' trip to Birchland up uh, just near Sudbury? Um, Sault Ste. Marie. Sault Ste. Yeah, Marie. Sault Ste. Marie. In between, um, in between, yeah, I guess, yeah, Yoma, fair to say, almost smack dab in the middle between Sudbury and Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. About an hour east of Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. Huron Shores. Yeah, Algoma country. Yeah. yeah hey, baby. was Wayne Gretzky, isn't that where he's born, Sault Ste. Marie? I don't know. No. No. Okay. No, Wayne Gretzky's from. Uh, 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 Brantford. Oh my god! All right, please, yeah, that's right. Please edit that out. I He's think. Brantford, man. Come on, I don't know. He, that. See this? Oh my god! Everybody knows where Wayne Gretzky's from, man. He's from Brantford. You duh. see the sign? Uh, <laughs> you see the sign when you're going uh, to steal? The sign when you're going fishing for steelhead. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, it looks like a fun. It sounded like a fun trip because I just finished listening to it, and um, <laughs> well, I'm so I'm sad I missed it. I had uh, surgery. I have a her- I had a hernia, and they cut my stomach open, and they stitched me back up. Yeah, we weren't sure to mention that on the podcast when we were when we were recording because uh, I don't know if that was public knowledge, but we're glad you're okay, Mitchy. Sensitive information. It's a uh, top. I don't know. Shit. It's, your, it's your body. It's, it's your my life. body, man. Hey, I don't. Hey, I don't care, man. Like my gut exploded, basically. I don't know, and that stitched <laughs> it back open. I think it was from putting in the. I think it was because like at the beginning of COVID, uh, I was like um, not in shape at all. I mean, I'm still not in shape at all. But um, I was, went to the cottage and just started doing stuff, chopping wood and carrying heavy shit around. And then I <laughs> and then I got a hernia, in my my muscle right in my stomach. And so, so, uh, so yo, what's what going is, on, Yelma? Come on. No, I was saying what. So what is a hernia? It's a little rip inside a muscle, like a tear. Yeah, it's just muscle, like your muscle basically. tears, and then mm. that's it. Your and muscle then, tears and your insides fall out of yourself. <laughs> and then they and they have to Actually, stitch it back together. They have really? to put it back in. Yeah, hey man, pretty lot, much. lots of people have hernias and don't even know it. So you people listening right now might have a hernia. If you do, I feel your pain. Literally, I'm in pain right now. I just had the surgery. <laughs> but um, anyway, like glad to have that. Did you done, have any so. fish fish related dreams while you were in under? It was under great. The night? It was actually great. Like I would go in there and they're just like, they're just like, give them the gas, and then I just 
pass out and then i wake up and then they're just like you're good now and i just go home it was great but it wasn't as great as fishing uh, up in northern ontario with you guys i'm no, sad i missed it but was you were missed mitchie you're definitely missed. fun but as heck. it was a fun trip so yeah this is our first time to i mean i don't know about you guys but you know you watch the new fly fisher enough and colin's yeah. been a guest and they they do a lot of trips to algoma and i yeah. see why it's uh-huh. beautiful yeah it yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful you have the shores of you know, as you're driving up, you 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 follow basically the, the coast, but yeah. like the Georgia Bay coast, you know. Yeah. And it's just uh, you know, three guys who always go to Tomogamy and through North Bay. It's, it's it was cool to go through Sudbury and I saw the nickel. The big and, nickel. Uh, <laughs> I was driving up with Andy, yeah. our photographer, and uh, big big thanks to Andy and all his work. Yeah, thanks, and, Andy. And and uh, yeah, we just kept passing cute little towns and. We got to uh, close to where we were going, which we were staying at Birchland Cottages, uh, which is on Clear Lake, yeah. which, mm-hmm. as the name suggests, yeah, beautiful, oh, beautiful, yeah. and yeah, oh, it really was, and yeah. To, well, and the to leaves the... are all changing too, right? Like the it was like the crazy. perfect time. Yeah, we were, we were there when the leaves popped. It was like, yeah, and it wasn't cold. It wasn't cold. Like it was. I think oh. it went back to um, kind of summer, like twenty degrees and like sixteen degrees, but it was fall Jeez. color. So we're like comfortable in shorts and Whoa. we're getting fall beauty That's and crazy yeah it was crazy it was crazy and then funny enough oh mitch i don't know if Aldo told you this oh, um but he was he he caught a, a bass yeah. that looked like it was 25 million pounds <laughs> but i feel like the bass up there are they have this facade or this fascia on their side that's just long just tall bass so they look heavier than they really are right but yet it was it was like 3.5 pounds close to four pounds bass yes. that he caught fish. but he he the great bass fish. Yeah. great fish but the bass hit it as if he was on the red like he was like why is this like fly why is this fish this minnow this thing coming by my aggression yeah absolutely and apparently they because the water was so warm i mean this is what we deduced right although yeah. i mean you could explain well, it adam better, has but... well adam explains it in the podcast because we have yeah. um, right right we were uh we were joined, well, we were hosted this weekend, not only by Birchland, but we were hosted by uh, Adam Valley, who is a guide in the area. One of the, uh, I think one of the, the best guides in the area, because everybody yeah. we talk to says nothing but great things about him. And all those claims are substantiated because we had some great days on the water with him. And uh, yeah. mm-hmm. he showed us around his, his home waters because he, he grew up there. And he's a competitive angler and he's a guide. And uh, and he fly fishes, he bait casts, he he steelheads, he does everything, yeah. and uh, and he knows the area very well. And and he has a theory that uh, sometimes if the water warms up in the fall, the fish the fish behave in a way like the males behave in a way mm-hmm. that uh, especially the males that he thinks didn't spawn or didn't right. get a chance to spawn or maybe were out competed uh, behave in a way like they're protecting reds, even though they're not on reds. They're yeah, just, yeah. they kind of pick a log or a rock and they, they kind of just, yeah, they yeah. act that way and they cool. strike out of aggression, which is yeah, pretty it's, neat. It's interesting. I mean, he does. Yeah. He, we'll get into that. He, yeah. He talks about all, he sounds like a super cool guy. Like he sounds like a really nice guy. Yeah. Super he is. Nice. Good guy to fish with. Super. Yeah. And Bert. Oh no. Aldo's frozen. Oh no. Sorry. What'd you say? Aldo? you froze there for a quick sec. Oh, sorry. My bad. I, I was just saying it. Adam was great. Birchland, uh, where we stayed, was yeah. beautiful. Oh, the cabins beautiful. are all they look uh, amazing. Made out of recycled materials, which was really neat. Because so you walk cool. into this beautiful log home, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we were talking with Mark, the owner, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah these are all old, uh, cool, recycled, man. reclaimed uh, hydro poles." Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! I love that. Yeah, 
Yeah. I was like, what? They look like brand new wood. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's gorgeous. It's well, a great place. A uh, heck of a trip. I mean, we definitely got to go back there because that place looks oh. awesome. Yeah. And the fish you can catch, like pig salmon, steelhead, musky, uh, bass, uh, like crazy amount of different fish. Pike. Pike. Brookies. We didn't even, we didn't go for brookies, but there's a lot of brookies in the area yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mama pajama. Everything. Cool. Yeah. We caught pikes, smallies, and muskies. Musky. It's awesome. <laughs> musky. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, they talk, you guys talk about, you know, the fishing, how the musky fishing, I mean, musky fishing is tough anyway. And Adam was saying it was a little mm-hmm. tougher, but you guys get into that. But I mean, well, um, I mean, we had, Five follows. That's good. Uh, one, mm-hmm. Five yeah, follows, two eats, and one landed. That's good, man. Yeah. And one, two giant in a day? follows. In one yeah. day. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty active. I would say that's pretty good. Yeah, I would that's say pretty that's, good. Uh, that's yeah, Alden and I both missed, missed one. We had like a huge... I got a huge tug at the end of the day, yeah. and I didn't set the hook properly, Adam said. Um, yeah. The bass were aggro, but my experience, the pike and the muskie were wanted to eat. They were hungry. Um, they were they were hungry. Yeah, looking for yeah. a snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the pike were very great. We caught the pike on uh, Clear Lake, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the great thing about staying at Birchland is if if you you know you're kind of <clears throat> in the middle of uh you know you have the ability to travel and do you know little day trips to lakes. Yeah. for whatever you know that in like let's say an hour radius yeah you, know, you could go to elliot lake you could fish the blind river which has the the salmon and the steelhead you can do this you can do that or you have to leave it all yeah. you wake up each cabin has its own dock oh, cool. so you can bring you can oh, bring, yeah. so you can bring a boat or mark has uh can arrange boats for you yeah um and adam lives across the street so oh. if you want to get if you want to get guided by adam on clear lake at birchland like you literally you just wake up oh, on the lake with a boat and a dock. Adam's there. He's got his dog yeah. and you just fish and the lake's like nice and small. Awesome. So you, you, it doesn't take long to like explore it all That's and cool. find spots to catch fish. That's cool. so beautiful. And it's such a pretty lake. Ah, oh, so fun. Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It was worth the six hour drive up there, Mitch yeah. and six hour back driving by myself, seven hours back. Cause it was a detour, yeah. but like, it was totally worth it. Um, I, I was like, fuck, like, wear and tear on my car fuck it i don't care because like yeah that those, those two days were worth. i was so tired but i'm like i'll do it again nice. for sure well oh we, yeah we're we going shall. back there for sure we shall and uh everybody listening you know obviously we're going to get into the show right now but um check out the show notes for links to birchland and adam and you can see how you can book a trip there because um man i'm looking forward to going there it sounds it looked amazing it sounds amazing and we're going to cut some videos too soon and you can uh, see some of the videos and pictures posted on our instagram um but um Adam, uh, I'm sad, sorry I didn't get to meet you. I'm looking forward to meeting you one day. Uh, Angling Algoma. You sound like an awesome fella. And uh, Birchland, whew, can't wait to get up, get up and get in your cabins and, and fish your lakes and meet you. And uh, shout out to, to you guys for doing a, a sweet show and, and uh, up there in the cabin and Andy again. Um, rock and roll. Let's get into the show. Let's let the people listen. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly, a very special episode of SoFly because we are on location, which, uh, you know, since uh, COVID started, we've been doing a, a lot of recording on Zoom, so it's nice to actually do one in person. Uh, of course, my name is Aldo and I've got with me Yilma. Hello. Mitch could not be here this weekend unfortunately it was too bad i had some personal stuff to take care of um but we're up in algoma 
country for the first time. We're at Birchland Cottages, and we've got a very special guest. Our guide, Adam Valley, a.k.a. Angling Algoma. Adam is a guide and a tournament angler up here. He's from the region. Um, there are many, many lakes and many, many fish uh, to fish for, and uh, Adam covers it all. And, uh, you know, thanks for these last two days, and, and thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. So, yeah, we were back in northern Ontario, one of our favorite places. Um, my first time in Algoma, actually. It was pretty awesome. Yelma? Yeah, my first time. Uh, you were telling me, you okay, apparently these guys, well, the, when these guys drove up, it was like Thursday, and it was bright and sunny, and the drive is supposed to be incredibly beautiful. I missed that. I missed it. I'm going to miss it twice. Because you came up at night? I came up at night. And you're leaving early in the morning. I'm leaving early in the morning, so I won't be able to see how, you know, the beautiful drive, but first time, gorgeous. Um, yeah, and I'll definitely come back. I hope I get come get to come back. I think we're gonna come back. Yeah, we're gonna come back. So, Adam, when did guiding start for you? So, uh, this would have been my third year full time doing this. Um, when did it start? Huh. You know what I mean. A <laughs> right out of the ago, right yeah. out of the womb. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. When did you start fishing? Started. Okay, for first time fishing ever. Funny story. Go out with um, my dad and my um, my sister, and my sister lends a huge smallmouth. I'm literally four years old. This thing looks like it's like eight, ten pounds, you know. And uh, my dad puts his hand down the fish's throat because the fish took it so deep. Mm. And I, I'm sitting in the back, and now the blood's coming out of the gills and stuff like that. And I just start crying. And I had like the actually the most horrific mm. first time fishing, and then. Um, after that, it was just, I went out one time. I remember catching my first pike and then my first smallmouth. And you know what? After that, I was just hooked. That's awesome. Um, and you fly fish now. Yeah. Um, just getting into fly fishing, mm -hmm. really enjoy it. It mm -hmm. takes my mind off of the pressures of the real fishing that, mm -hmm. uh, I'm always, holding myself to a certain standard for sure. Um, yeah, you explained it to me really well today. Yeah. yeah like it's, it's so true. I just can take my mind off it and I'm more worried about my cast rather than, um, if I'm even catching fish. Right. Because I'm still, well, very well, very much learning. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. we never stop learning, but I'm more green in the fly fishing game for myself to be casting. For right. sure. And what, uh, the tournament angling, when did that start for you? Eight years ago. Eight roughly. years ago? Yeah. And right. I just kind of worked my way up and now it's kind of a tough spot where we live up north. Like I've always fished in the States because, um, everything in Canada is so far. Hmm. Like we were fishing tournaments. Um, Kevin King, another guy from Sault Ste. Marie and I started yep. together and we were fishing tournaments anywhere from three to five hours away. Oh, wow. Where my closest tournament in Canada would have been um, maybe six hours away. Mm. So it's kind of, it was just kind of like a money thing. You know what I mean? We, right. We're going to save money and gas. It's Some of our tournaments were only three hours, so that's not that far of a drive. Right. <clears throat> so that's how it all began. And then uh, now we're, uh, I'm trying to basically make a pro tour in the, United States and oh, cool. this year would have marked my first year as a actual professional angler on the professional side and then COVID happened. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, man. I got 
you you're not the first person like it's kind of sad to hear probably you know the fifth person this this year telling me i had this big plan this year and this was going to happen this is the time i was going to start it and then covid hit yeah that's sick and tired of hearing that it's so like it's tough yeah anyway sorry i don't want to get it no 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 it's good no it's a good point because um you know uh you go to the states often i go to the states often um the the region we're currently in we're pretty close to a border right like right on the border right it's called the twin Sioux. so there's Sioux saint marie michigan is Sioux saint marie ontario so right and then uh, we're about an hour from the Sioux, obviously but of course um yeah we're literally a border town right so you know is it fair to say that most of the tourism here is or the is this american or is it a mix between canadian and american it it was a mix but i would say heavy mix american Mm -hmm. um until this year obviously but yeah like 90 percent it depends on the type of accommodations you'd be looking for right Right. like if you're looking for um a drive-to location or a fly-in like fly-ins and stuff like that were very available because Mm -hmm. a lot of americans choose that type of route right they like the fly-in they want to be catered to right whereas like you come up to a place like birchland you um you got to make your own food and Mm-hmm. A lot of people like that style and you can drive right to it. Mm-hmm. So places like Birchline didn't get hit as hard as some of the other. Right. Um, what did you do for your business? Uh, definitely not good. <laughs> I was, well, the guiding uh, business. Yeah, yeah. For it, again, that all goes to your clientele, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, being on a border town, it, it, I probably lost about 90%, I would say. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. But still, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that took me. I was yeah. like, I was like, ninety percent. Oh Jesus, man, yeah. oh man. Yeah. Especially when you know it's so young in the business, third year of your business, right? Yeah, it was like my breakthrough year too. So mm-hmm. kind of disappointed, but like, well, I think I think you'll it. rebound. Oh. So, what do you guide for? Like, what's your? I mean, it's such a big region with such you know a variety of, of fish. So, what do you what do you, what are you guiding for? Um, I guide. Uh, my specialty, I guess, would be considered smallmouth, largemouth bass, and mm. then I'm a musky pike, walleye, and uh, I will actually do destination trips to Lake Nipigon with another, oh, cool. uh, yeah, with another uh, local guide, Tyler Dunn. We do group trips up there. Um, we there we're fishing for brook trout, lake trout, and mm-hmm. giant northern pike. It's a, uh, it's quite a trip. Yeah, we uh, we just mm-hmm. did a podcast on the nipping on. We've never been. <laughs> nope. But uh, that's on the list. That's on the list. Maybe we should and make that happen next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think maybe we should make that happen for sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you like guiding for the most? Like, what's your favorite fish to guide for? That's a tough question. Um, I so, mean, I, I I like fishing for bass, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muskie has really started to grow interest. Right. <laughs> um, and it's really cool to put people on those bigger fish just just to see the reaction, you know what I mean? For sure. But uh, bass is still always close place. Right. So what does a typical guide day look like for you? We asked this. We've had a few guides on our show, and, and some of them guide Montana, and some of them guide in the salt. So it's, you know, everybody's got a different... You know, so what's a, like a day for Adam look like when you know you're guiding? 
it depends on how much daylight there is and how booked I am. Mm. But uh, I'm either doing one to two trips a day. So that's eight hours on the water to, mm. to 12 or 16 hours on the water. Oh, wow. Um, and then days off are either doing maintenance or scouting, mm-hmm. driving around. You know, you mm-hmm. know there's um, doing tackle, all, all, all that kind of stuff that you always hear. Uh, guides doing really mm-hmm. um, people don't really realize how <clears throat> excuse me um, how much actual work there is that goes into even just scouting like going and looking and you're not actually fishing you know right learning places um, and by that I mean our, our lakes up here are very uncharted right so you have to learn by going on your fish finder and driving around the lake. And that's really the only way to do it. Yeah. So are you so, graphing those lakes and like, is, is that what you would do? You, yeah. So you have a reference? Yeah. I graph everything. I run, wow. a tra- I run a trail through the whole lake. So I know where I'm not going to hit rocks, mm. even though I hit a rock. <laughs> <laughs> this week with Colin. Did he? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, with Colin. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's funny. So, <clears throat> sorry. Well, that's cool. Um, that's a lot of prep work. Well, maybe you know. Let's talk about let's talk about our day together, because it was a, it was a cool day. So yeah, Andy and I we drove up on Thursday. Um, I don't make the trip to Algoma very often. Uh, I, you know, every time we go north, we're usually going through North Bay up to Tomogamy or Elk Lake or something like that. So you know, going through Sudbury and doing the drive. The drive was amazing. Bald eagles everywhere. <laughs> That's that you pointed that out, Adam. I was like, what the? There's bald eagles everywhere. Mm. What what's the river here? The Mississauga River. Oh, the Mississauga. Yeah, and so does that, that gets a run of steelhead and salmon, and yeah, yeah, and when the salmon start dying off, all the eagles are in the river, so, and it's literally right on the side of Highway 17. Right, oh. yeah, that's crazy. It's September 27th now, so it's the end of September. So that's when the is that when the salmon tend to run? Yeah, they're yeah. kind of dying off, kind of right mm. now, basically. And then you get a good steelhead run too. Yeah. So it's steelhead, pink salmon, and coho. Chinies. Or Chinese, yeah. yeah, yeah, all all the above, Atlantic, right? Atlantic's too. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Cool. Everything up in the Sioux. Nice. That's crazy. So you have all of that. You've got pike. You've got muskie, brookies, of course, mm-hmm. and both types of bass, right? Yep. You got everything. Yep. So you have and to guide walleye. for all of that. Pretty much, yeah. P- pretty much, yeah. yeah. And if uh, I don't guide for it, I'm gonna get you in contact with the right person with, for the job, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. So Andy and I, uh, you know, we we checked into our. Uh, Awesome little cottage on Clear Lake. Birchland's on Clear Lake. Um, Birchland's been around for 14 years, right? Adam lives across the street. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Birchland's been here since I was a kid, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, just Mark, I think, bought it around 14 years ago, and he's done all the renovations. And well, the cabin's every, beautiful. And every yeah. year, what's great about this place is he literally will do something every year to the cabin. So every year you come back and it's like something's getting better. You know, you know what I mean? Right. That oh, that's, it's that's like amazing. whether it's another cabin last year, he put in all, all new docks. Yeah. He so was, every cabin has a dock. We had a beer with him last night. He was saying that the, the docks are all recycled, uh, trailers. Yeah. Truck trailers. Yeah. Truck trailers. Yeah. 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 A lot of the, the, the materials he uses all recycle, yeah. <laughs> recycled materials. He's yeah. very, yeah. Very. Yeah. These are the, the, the wood that the the wood lining the walls here is uh, old hydro poles. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's 
if there, you wouldn't uh, you if you, if somebody was like guess what would this was before uh, you would never be like i don't know um, weather beaten hydro pools <laughs> it's like it's like sparkly new it's amazing yeah. it's cool it's cool it's totally recycled yeah. so yeah and then on clear lake you can fish clear lake yeah clear lake's pretty interesting in the sense that it's like well as the name suggests, it's clear. It's really clear, but it's almost got like a blueish like tur- turquoise, turquoise hue yeah. to it. We, yeah. It's been overcast every day here, so it's hard to tell. But what's in Clear Lake? What kind of fish are in Clear? Uh, you have smallmouth bass, pike, primarily, and then your panfish. You know, perch, mm-hmm. um, sunfish, that kind of thing. Um, I've seen a largemouth in this lake. Really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, Andy, you having a crispy boy? Oh, he is. Well, we're having some 40 Creek right now. Uh, some copper pot. Um, and it's smooth. It's so smooth. Going, going down smooth is perfect for the end yeah. of the day. Warm you up. You no, know? no rocks for my 40 Creek. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you guide a lot on uh, Clear Lake? Like, do you get people that stay here and, and they don't want to go anywhere and they're just like, ah, oh, can we just fish the lake? Yeah. That, yeah? that happens. And I actually, I'll guide here in the spring a little bit and uh, certain times of the year. But there is always that person who's like, yeah, I would. Uh, uh, I want to go fishing out on Clear. I want to learn Clear Lake. I want to put my boat on the dock mm-hmm. and not it's have a- to worry about launching it the rest of the week. Right. True. 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 It is a nice. It is a. I, I had fun on that lake. I thought that's what the lake that we were going to fish the whole week, whole weekend. <laughs> because yeah, um, doesn't really get a lot of wind. No, no. not a lot of wind. It's beautiful. Uh, first two casts, we had two pike on, like a pike each. Right. So it was mm-hmm. great. So I'm like, okay. This is the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. So yeah, uh, Yelmo was a day late coming in because uh, of work. Mm-hmm. But Andy and I, we woke up Friday morning and, uh, well, actually, no, that's not true. We get here and Adam gives me a text. He's like, oh, I'm just with Colin. I was like, like Colin McEwen from the new Fly Fisher. And you were like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. We just had him on the show not that long ago. Uh, let's, let's, let's hang let's out hang and out. say hi. So we met that first night and we kind of made a plan and, uh, and the plan was to uh, it was to go for bass the first day, and uh, I guess a cold front had moved in, yeah. Yeah. Adam, by the way, has a sick boat, <laughs> a sick bass boat. I've I've been on a few, you know, we've had been on a few lunches yeah. before, but I've never been on a boat like this, man. Yeah, man. It's so cool. It's a rare occasion. My, my off, you didn't even get to experience. No, it. but I touched it. You <laughs> <laughs> helped me tarp it, yeah. Yeah. And your amazing dog Remy came with us. Yeah, she's the best. How old is Remy? She's eight, gonna be nine next month, actually. And Remy is a white lab. White lab, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, she was so cool. She was just like chilling on the, on the seats, falling asleep. Yeah. It's it's amazing how every time you pulled the trolling motor, she knew what that meant and got into a different seat so you could sit down in the driver's seat. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh wow! She knew exactly where to sit when we were on plane, you know, and uh, strap the rods. Oh, she's up out of the seat, laying yeah. on the floor. She knows exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. knows yeah. the motions. All these, you know what I mean? Pavlovian response mechanisms. Yeah, but yeah. To, <laughs> but to fishing. Yeah, fishing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, so maybe take us through that day, Adam. Like we woke up, we were like, oh, it's raining, it's cold. When you, I mean, you've fished enough to know that you're like, okay, that can sometimes make for a harder day. Like what goes through your head when you're driving to the lake with the guys? Aside from keeping the morale up, <laughs> which wasn't hard because. Yeah, we, we no, were, yeah, you're, you're, great, you're so motivating, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brought the energy up so yeah. many times. Sorry. Well, I, try, I try, I try to, because 
you know, <clears throat> musky fishing's a grind too. Oh my God. I, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's day so, three? <laughs> day one. Yeah. Day one, we, uh, I'm, where we're driving to that lake, I'm like, man, it's one thing to have a front with, mm-hmm. with a conventional angler. Mm-hmm. You know, someone where at the worst, I can go out and use my graphs and drop shot on them or, mm-hmm. you know, drag a tube in 25 feet, you know, something like boring, but you'll still catch some fish. Right. But to have a fly angler and you've, our, our pressure system the past like two weeks has been messed up. Mm-hmm. So the fish have just been stuck in like a transition. Right. So when we were driving there, I was like, man, this, this might be tough today. <laughs> I, and that's why I had, uh, the other lake we went to, uh, in the back of my head, I'm like, plan B just in case kind of thing. Right. Right. Plus I, after having Colin, I knew the fishing was kind of tough. So, right. We just swung for it. And then, uh, I swung too hard with my net and it broke. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, you know, the fishing was challenging. Uh, we were trying, you know, changing flies constantly, changing depths, different rods, I'm zipping around the lake. Uh, what's that graph on the front of the That's boat? That is the coolest thing, uh, like ever. Hummingbird 360. It's so it gives you a 360 view around the boat of the of the the lake bed, I guess. Yeah. And the depth, right? Yeah. And, holy shit. Yeah. Well, you yeah, you can better explain how it works. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It's like you you control your range um, around the boat, so you set your depth rings, or your range rings, they would be called. Right. Um, to how far basically, like if I, if I was casting a crankbait at a hundred feet, yeah. I'd be, I'd put it up to a hundred feet so I could see all the structure that I was going to cast at. And so, then sure. I can, if I zoom it in a little bit, it actually blows everything up. Oh my so God. So you can see like, yeah, 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 you yeah. can see the underwater structure around you. So you know, you know, there's a boulder there, you know, yeah. the, it's super cool. That's cool. It was really cool. That's cool. And yeah, the casting deck on that boat is massive. Yeah, two people for can us, see. For, <laughs> For fly for fly fishermen, it's perfect. Yeah, I think it really anyway. Is. It really is. So yeah, how what goes mm. through like how do you do you find most anglers uh, understand that it's a slow day or do you, like it can be a slow day or do are people like why are we catching fish? Yeah, do you, I'm sure you have to set them up and tell them the truth. Like, hey, listen, this is what you might expect. Yeah, it's like just, it, it kind of depends on the client. Um, mm. Some people get fishing a lot more and some people don't you know so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i hear that um but having a tough day kills me yeah but you these know? guys were easy on you that day though oh we were having a blast yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. well you guys banged a couple like we got fish. five pounders right yeah, any we- five four five three two yeah like three well let's tell the story oh, so okay, yeah. so we know it's a slow day fishing we pick yeah. up a few small fish yeah and then uh, we zoom off to a different part of the lake, and um, and uh, we we got to know pretty good fish, like pretty big fish. We were running tandem rigs all day long, which yeah. was cool too. Yeah. Um, dropping two flies, um, one off of each other, uh, which is a technique I like. Anyway, I like to. Yeah, I learned it from you. It is to like when you're when you're bass fishing, yeah. you can you can drop a smut you know, it's your idea to drop a much smaller fly Plus, off of a much larger one. We only had one yeah. of us in the boat too, so you gotta increase your chances. Yeah, exactly. See what flies kinda yeah. going, right? Shit. You you did a ten I didn't I've never ten 
tandem rigged up for smallies. It's only like trout. Yeah, they can be really effective for streamers. Yeah, like no, the way I've always done it was like um, a loud, like a loud flip, a loud fly uh, trailered by like a, something neutral, you know. And we just had something very small, and that that seemed to work out. Anyway, so the bass hits. It's huge. It's huge. Well, you said a three and a half. Three and a half, probably. Yeah. In my head, it was much. I don't know. Just it just like very energetic fish. It yeah, ta- yeah. It tail danced. Yeah, it tail danced a couple times, and then um, and then we got to the boat, and Adam goes to net it, and the net broke. Yeah, like I don't even know how to explain it. Like the steel on the net broke. That's how big the bass was. No. Like, like, <laughs> so that's kidding. the thing. Like the the bass was in the net. Yeah, which, it, but like the pressure of the water, like the mm. net just broke, and I just bought the net. That's weird. It's weird. That's super weird. Yeah. So Adam and I were like, like it, it was weird. He he went to net it. It looked like yeah. it was in the net, but then the net wouldn't come out of the water, and we both kind of looked at each other like, what? Yeah. And then I went to grab. The, I went to grab the basket, and like just the basket, the top fly because it bit on the back fly. Yeah. Got caught in the mesh, and the fish got away. Oh my god! So no picks, like, but a fish was caught. A was fish was yeah. I saw the pick. So then we um yeah we went to uh we went to uh, and then we changed lakes which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Went to that's uh, what's nice about up here you know mm-hmm. yeah there's so many lakes like you like we were talking about earlier you could stay on Clear Lake you could go yeah. to, like Blind River you can go the other way to Thessalon like there's so many lakes up here in the region like it's crazy is that if, if does you that become out a ch- on Google Earth yeah around here it's pretty crazy does that become like a challenge for you like I mean we've got buddies in certain places yeah uh, you know like i'd say montana you know some guys just guide one river which i mean the madison is a huge river for example so like but did you, is that even a challenge like you just you start your day if somebody's like i want to catch some bass and you're like 30 lakes in the back of your head you're like oh god how do you choose just one um sometimes it depends on where the client's coming from so like if they're coming from like you know, Sudbury or something like that, I might travel more east. Um, and then it kind of depends on if I have, I'm have i on a really hot bite. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. where, like, scouting comes in and stuff like that. And then just, like, a history of knowing the lakes and how they – there's just a lot to it. Like, what there's different kinds of lakes up here. Some are shallow, some are deep. Some get warmer quicker. Some – you know what I mean? So I'm trying to kind of play all that into my head and – right play seasonal patterns and think which one's kind of going to be best sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and There's a lot of different variables. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice when you get on that hot bite or you find that one weed bed that it's just like, okay, I'm going to sit here and, you know, pull fish, fish, net day, fish yeah. Know, that's a great day. But um, sometimes when they're in a transition, they're kind of in a transition in a lot of lakes at the same time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it can make sometimes you don't make the right call right like i didn't on this trip i don't know about i don't know about that i mean we still caught a lot of fish yeah yeah, yeah. it was just like you know it's like i've never in my fishing career anyway whenever i like presented with that scenario yeah it's always a grind you know what i mean yeah. like cold front moves in yeah fish shut always down a grind it's like yeah just kind of the way it is you can't uh but uh it was still a great time we learned a lot i learned a lot I learned a lot. Today. I think we were having this conversation, Adam. I think 
when somebody primarily, let's say, volley tournament tournament angle, angle, so it's a lot of fishing. But like, I find like especially with bass and pike fishing, the way flies are getting designed, the way techniques are kind of evolving. Like we had some great chats about technique and how to involve like bait casting techniques into yep. flies and also fly design as well, right? Yeah, it's nice to be able to like rub stuff off each other too, like guys like yourself and because fishing can relate in any avenue you know what i mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah no like what's valid in bait casting could potentially be valid in fly fishing and yeah and even like things vice versa that, things that i've learned from like river fishing has taught me to read water for instance right you know what i mean right so you learn how to read those back eddies and stuff like that so then when i'm out on a lake and it, it helps you to understand current mm -hmm. which is huge in fishing yeah and then uh yeah because we were up when we were up at Asagami, Eric, who you know, yep. uh, he was showing this like this, this interesting little like almost like jerk bait yep. technique that he would use with his larger pike flies to get them to move in a in that certain mm -hmm. you know side uh, to side side to side. So then we yep. started doing that, but then we started talking about how we could make it better, or, or like just based off of you, like, well, if I was working a crankbait, this is what I would do, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then we like we, and then we started getting fish. Yeah. Once we started like Doing changing that. the way our fly moved through the water, like almost instantly too. Yeah, like pretty yeah, pretty I'm instantly. Sure. And then they we, turned we, on. We also yeah. found the fly though to make it that yeah would allow that movement. So yeah, what'd you use? You know those like uh, worms. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was it was a, it was <laughs> a worm and a hook. With oh, a fly. It, it looked like no. just looked like uh, <laughs> a Texas rig. The Texas rigged. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, the uh, dragon tail. Yeah, dragon, dragon, dragon tail and a dragon tail and a hook. Can we call it the dragon slayer? Done. The, the dragon, dragon slayer. slayer. Oh, that makes no it's true because that's what you call that big. Well, day two, we'll get to that point, but yeah. It's um, no, it, it moved through the water, and I just think like yeah, we it's cool getting to bounce because when people grow up fishing two different ways, and then you meet for a day on the mm -hmm. water, it's cool to like. Absolutely. Talk about stuff. And I think that's how the game changer was made. It had to have been because oh, that's a crankbait oh, fly. Yeah. Like it's hundred percent. Yeah. It's a, it's like a, it's like a hard body swim bait is what it's like. Yeah, mm. yeah. exactly. And, uh, like a glide bait almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they looked at, they're like, okay, well these work. How do we make a fly that looks like this? You know, kind of mm -hmm. it's, it's jointed. <laughs> yeah. Five times. Yeah. Was it five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we started. So once we actually started talking about that and changing your technique and found the fly, we became very successful. Yeah. Got some pike chasing our. In mm -hmm. There's a three pike cod and oh wait no are we on day two yet? No. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let's just it's get all to day about two. Me. Oh my god. Yoma comes. All so we had an awesome day with that. We had an awesome day with Adam. Remy was great. We uh you know we came back to the cottage. Um, came back to the cottage. Mm -hmm. Cleaned up. Just waited for, uh, and waited for Yilma to, uh, to get into town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then we woke up and we were on our own mm -hmm. on day two. But the one thing I wanted to talk to you about was we saw fish on looking like they were behaving on the reds. We were, we mm -hmm. went to a shallow part of the lake and, uh, there was a, just a giant fallen tree and there's three bass. We stopped because we saw the bass on its side. Mm -hmm. You know, like fanning the, yeah. the, the the water like it was building a red. But, of course, bass spawn in the spring. Yeah. So what's going on there? So this is something that I've only encountered like a few times. And uh, 
this weekend was actually the first time that I learned that it happens on this lake and the other lake that we went to today. Mm. Um, basically, the water temperatures and everything is lining up for the spawn if it were the spring. Mm-hmm. So these fish that maybe didn't get the spawn held onto their eggs. There's not enough spawning grounds in the lake. Um, and there's too many fish and they don't get to spawn in that prime mm. condition. Okay. Um, I, this is, I, I'm, I'm no scientist either. This is just like what I think is going on with this. Um, I think those fish are coming back up and making a bed or a nest and, getting ready like thinking like that they're gonna spawn and lay eggs but of course it's but it's, it's it's like a mock spawn yeah that's huh. what i believe that's cool and then uh yeah so it's really strange that's yeah. that's and that's where we were the most successful yeah well because they were agri- so aggro fish. oh man that hit yeah. yeah so we just danced the fly in front and they would yeah it wasn't it didn't look like it was eating mm-hmm. it was like they were chase they would they would chase it and sometimes commit you know, it definitely didn't look like they were like trying yeah. to eat this thing. They're just trying to like get, get it out of there. Get it like out. That. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just like today. Yeah. Okay. So today, so that was our day. It wasn't that exciting because you weren't there, but we, <laughs> Yilma and I yeah. and Andy, we buzzed around the lake a bunch. It was great. We, we caught a bunch of fish, pike, smallies, saw that mm-hmm. weird thing happen with the smallies, mm-hmm. came back here, made some dinner, hung out with Mark, learned about Birchland a little bit more. Um, but uh, it was a good relaxing day. It was a good relaxing day. And but Sunday today was like the big day. So big Adam day. and I have been emailing for the past couple of weeks preparing for the trip. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to fish for? And I was like, well, you know, we're easy. We'll fish for anything. And you're like, well, you know, we've got bass, pikes and, and musky. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yilma's never no. musky fish before. I was like, and he's never on the fly on the fly. Yeah. And I was like, and he's never caught a musky on the fly mm-hmm. and uh and uh adam's like well we're doing that to be honest i've never sure. if, if i want to if i want to be 100 percent truthful i've never caught a muskie at all i've had a muskie on my line my spin spinning rod and um the net minder who i don't talk to anymore because he knocked the, the 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 crankbait out of the muskie's mouth um when i first had it on on head lake and the corthas um that was my first muskie experience so technically i've never caught a muskie up until today oh i just spoiler alert spoiler um yeah so we uh, yeah so i was like we've got to do this yilma's never caught a muskie before and uh and i was like okay well i've got this lake that's a lock we're going to try it out. Mm-hmm. We left at six this morning. Yeah. Six this morning. It's nine 30 at night. Thanks for uh, this very long day. Yeah. That you're putting in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Adam, how, didn't, how Adam, Adam didn't want to come back. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your days are usually eight, to, eight or eight to 12 hours. So yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we wake up in the morning. We go, we've got every musky fly on earth. We've got like oh, yeah. Rob from drift outfitters gave us a bunch. So we've got like tons mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty stoked. Uh, we pick up some boats from a friend of yours, which yeah. that was really nice. Uh, what was his name? Grayson Brisbois. <laughs> Shout out to Grayson. Thanks yeah. for the boats. He's the bell. He's the bomb. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Adam's boat is amazing and it's huge, but it is also very large. And yeah. we had to get into a um, we had to get into a lake today, and uh, and it required smaller boats. So we took two because yeah. 
we could and uh, because of Grayson yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah we uh, we were trying to time it for and uh, this is the first time I've heard this for the for the major what is the major yeah okay so I this is all relating to the lunar uh, cycle so the moon cycle yeah um, and I'm still learning as well but mm-hmm. it has to do with when the moon is over directly over your head and the, when the moon is directly below your feet and they're basically feeding windows that it's scientifically believed to um, when these muskies are uh, actively feeding. Oh, okay. Basically. So right. Peak times. It, yeah. Peak times. Um, yeah, exactly. Peak huh. times. So, do, do they, is it kind of like salt, salt water fishing? Yeah, because they, they, they feed more with a full moon? That's what I was about to say. It goes yeah. for yeah. like all wildlife. Hmm. Yeah, like I use it in hunting as well. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the reason we're getting up so early is uh, we were trying to hit the major. Yeah, it was the early one this morning. Yeah. Um, and we got on the water and, uh, you know, started fishing and fishing with a thousand casts, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a few follows the first, yeah, we had a, we had, one follow, where, one follow. Yeah, where, where would you say we were finding the fish early on? On the log? <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, log. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were on wood for sure. Mm. Why do they do that? Uh, this time of year, I would say that type of stuff holds heat. Mm. So your rock and your wood actually holds heat. So as the grass is dying off, um, they're going to get on to like, something that they can be A, covered for safety and then be that's interesting yeah there's heat there so hmm. you can kind of still stay warm and then there's also deep water right adjacent to where we were fishing right so right they can just ambush oh so cool yeah. why are they so much harder to catch than pike i don't know you let me know if you find because <laughs> oh, i was you know i grew up fishing you know, again i've mentioned this a million times but we grew up in ottawa we had fish in lakes north of ottawa and quebec and you, know, you couldn't keep pike mm-hmm. off your line in some of them, mm-hmm. you know. Usually the smaller ones. Usually the smaller ones, right? Yeah. But then musky, it's like in your head, you know, you look at books as you're a kid, you're like, that's the same thing. It's very different. Very yeah. different, yeah. Do they feed different? Like if in... in yeah. I, I, I think they do. Mm. And I think um, they might... I'm still, like I said, I'm still learning. Yeah. I think that, uh, that maybe they store their food better and their energy better or something mm. maybe that's why because i know pike's metabolism super that makes super high if there was but any that, if if there's anything either that or when they feed they feed heavy and then right sit and don't do much yeah. which kind of <laughs> makes sense right it makes sense yeah. it makes sense because we saw so we had some the morning started you know you had some follows yeah i had a follow um we had guy. we had one fly left over from Atawapiscat that yeah. I tied up there. Yeah, so which seemed to be the t- so <laughs> doing pretty well. Well, I, and I think I think you're right. Good juju, all the likes to call it. So we we're in Atawapiscat, which is like one of our most epic trips ever. Um, and Aldo tied this like chartreuse, a little sparkle, brown, green, articulated. It's the size of your forearm. Yeah, but it's 14 inches of like. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's like crazy and it has really good action in the water, but it also has that like really nice color that this lake that we were on, those musky love. And, um, 
a little bit of sparkle, which I think that's what did it too for a lot of the small <laughs> muffin we caught with. Oh my god, this like it, honestly, I don't know I where to start. That, I found your flight today had like a roll. Oh, was it the did, roll that? Did you did you notice that? I didn't notice the roll when, hmm. you're, when you're when you were stripping in quicker. It was kind of yeah. like did this thing. Oh, okay, that's what it seemed like to me. So maybe that that also helped. I don't know too. if that has anything to do with it, but the fly had lots seemed of to. So here's the thing: the, the 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 fly's like ten inches long, ten twelve inches long. And the smallies are coming after it. Mm-hmm. Remember that one you you held up? It was the same size as the fly. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent same size as the <laughs> fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fly might have been bigger. I don't know. Crazy. And then <laughs> again, we saw the picture. Again, we saw the bass doing the the mock spawn. Yeah. yeah. A huge bass. Huge bass. That was twenty three inches, man. That was a five pound bass. Smallmouth. Under all day. It was incredible. That was huge. Damn. Yeah. So it was a good day follows everyone got a follow who's fishing everyone um you you almost hooked into one actually it didn't what happened there was one i could hit it and then so okay yeah there was this i was fishing a, a slightly smaller fly and uh we andy was andy was on the motor today you did great andy nice job and uh but we drifted into uh we drifted closer to shore at one point yeah. and there's this uh beaver dam a little bit of sand right. and there was a there was a, I was like, oh, that's a muskie. There's a muskie just <laughs> suspended there, not moving, yeah. which might give you, which might lend to your point that they don't, maybe they don't expend as much energy. Yeah. They just sit there. I put a fly on it. When he moved, he bit, he bit it, but he like kind of swatted at it. Didn't really commit. But then Adam came in with a cast mm-hmm. and he just charged the fly. Yeah. Yeah. He just charged the fly. And then it was pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool to see. I mean, they're a lot long. Like it's funny. Yeah, they look like pike, but they're a lot longer and and just more. They're different. Oh, they're cool. The scales look like a mirror. They're like yeah. iridescent or whatever. Just, yeah, but like a, a twenty inch pike for some reason it just I don't know the muskies just look so like they're just like I don't know. So yeah, you caught one. Anyways, uh, Yuma, you caught one. <sighs> what happened there? So, well, I'll set this up, Adam. And I were like, oh, let's go fish for bass. We're on a little break. I'm like, okay, cool. So I rigged up a... So, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, we had been... We had gone through the major window. Yeah. We were in a lull. A lull. We had noticed that there were the smallies were doing that weird thing. Yeah. And Adam was like, you guys want to go fish for a small Yeah. And we were like, yes, very good idea. Yeah. So... Yeah. So we started... And I rigged up my my eight weight with, like, um, you know seven feet of um zero x and um the game changer and i'm trying to i was know. actually sorry go one more so sorry no go for, there's another thing adam pointed out when we were fishing that we kept sizing down on leaders and then once we got to a pretty small like diameter that's when we also started catching fish yeah gotta keep changing you know game changer. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah so um we were fishing for like what 10 minutes and um I'm using the game changer fishing, you know, trying to capitalize on some smallies. And then you, you, you caught, so you had your musky outfit going and you're just saying, oh, I'm just going to continue fishing for musky, whatever. And you caught a smallmouth on your, you know, on that big fly that, um, although, although, um, tied. So then 10 minutes after, okay, well, let's go to the mouth of the, of the lake. So the mouth, there's a mouth that hits a little river. And we went there and, um, I started hitting, I started throwing the game changer into um, sort of like where the, the two waters met. 
And um, I got a hit. I was like, what the fuck is that? And um, I'm like, I'm like, I thought it was a log. So then I do it again. Uh, oh, no, no, you, you. Okay, so Adam then casted his uh, musky outfit and um, got a follow. And then he did the figure eight and I saw it. And it was like 27 inches of just pure muscle and green, beautiful musky. It was nice. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! When wow. are we, when are we so gonna, descriptive. Yeah, when are we gonna catch one of these things? So I threw back my game changer in, and I started like a couple, a couple strips, let it pause, a couple strips, fast strips, let it pause, and then bam, the hardest little pull. It was like a steelhead. It was, poof. yeah, for you out there, poof, means like incredible. And um, but then it, but then it didn't fight that much. But um, I got it in, and uh, yeah, I caught my first muskie on zero X. Um, seven seven feet of Xerox leader and a game changer. Um, I want to look into this because that might be a tippet record. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it could be. That'd a be musky, amazing. Um, on the fly, musky on zero X. You know, you did it. You, you, you got your, thanks to Adam. You got your first musky. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Adam. So I want to look into this because I think that might be a tippet record. I mean, zero uh, X leader. Musky landed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how it didn't cut the line yep. uh, during the fight, but <laughs> Adam, you reached into the net and, and line it's, broke. Line broke. Boom. So it eventually cut. <laughs> we got, you know, we fought for what, you know, a couple of minutes and then we were catching bass on musky gear and catching musky on <laughs> musky bass gear. On <laughs> oh man, the weather oh, is yeah is fickle. Oh my god! And then we we so we. At one point, we stopped for lunch, mm-hmm. and holy uh, shit, that was huge. And Adam, uh, we're you know we're eating some wraps, and Adam takes a cast, and just the biggest. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, Andy saw the tail. I didn't even get. I to saw see the, the tail. tail. It was huge, man. Oh my this god, fish was he mad. followed me twice in a row. That fish, two wow. nights in a row. He was hungry. He was just low. Yeah. Mm. Nobody else seen it. Yeah, the tail the tail came up. I was just like, oh my god, this fish that fish is huge. But you know what? All in all, a really great day. We we went back to the dam, the fish at the beaver dam, and he was still there. He chased a couple times, but then at the last moment, like a trout inspecting a dry fly that he doesn't like, turned turned away. Yeah. So that fish is my nemesis. We had some great follows. The lake was beautiful. And at the end, we I got a nice strike. Uh, poor hook set. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you missed a fish, right? Missed Adam? a fish, yeah, yeah. At the end, we we'll never know how big that fish. Yeah, is. we'll never know. <laughs> no, but, yeah, it hurts. I was silent for oh, like for another twenty minutes until yeah. we got back into the car. It was a nice break. Um, hey, <laughs> um, that, that was during the last major too, right? Yeah. Right, because that was uh, yeah. We had a second That's major. We were there that long. Yeah, at six p.m. Yeah. Um. Is it typical to have two majors during a day or is it just kind of time of year type thing? It can go like one and one, like one major, one minor, mm. uh, two majors, one minor, two minors, one major. Okay. It, it depends. Right. It depends on the day and that that's the whole moon cycle thing of it. Right. There's a, there's a lot to it. I'm still learning. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. No, 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 of course. Yeah. And it's so cool. What do you, I was going to say like, what do you like about, do you musky fish on your own? Like on your, what do you, Absolutely. when you have a day off, what do you love? Like, see, that's a thing now. Like uh, if I got a day off, I'm always preparing <laughs> for someone else. Right. Yeah. Come up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I'm out 
either checking spots. Like sometimes I might go to three lakes in a day. Mm. You know, you launch, you check your spots, yeah. see if there's fish on them. If there is good, then mm-hmm. maybe I'll pull out, go to a different lake and just go fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, or you go to three lakes and it's like, oh, it sucks here, sucks here, sucks here. Mm. Okay, what am I doing for tomorrow? Maybe I'll, and then that's when I resort to the back of my mind kind of thing. Right. 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 But so a guide's job is 24 seven, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What do you love about it? Mm. Uh, watching the sun come up every day and being out there every day, even when it sucks. Like mm-hmm. I think about old jobs I had and I'm like, ah, this is not that bad. <laughs> you know, yeah yeah oh yeah adam used to be a firefighter in a steel factory steel mill yeah, steel mill? yeah. yeah so it's stressful yeah <laughs> the, 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 he, he adam you, you bring up a really good point like if we didn't get any follows or any bites today i would still be happy because that scenery was epic yeah, you guys are up here at like the perfect time of oh day. yeah when the fall in algoma dude geez. uh it's like, unreal. It's unreal. We came at the, the, we were here at the perfect time. Everything is brilliant. We're changing every day right now. The colors. Yeah. It's crazy. Yellows. It's the, you know what gets reds. me? You mentioned it yesterday. It's the, the gradient from that yellow to red. Cause it gets that, that fluorescent orange. I'm just like, Wah. yeah. Some of the trees here is wild. How vibrant wild. the color, yeah. the color is. Yeah. yeah. You'll see in pictures and he's got some awesome photos. Yeah, we're not going to retouch it. So the saturation is more folks. Okay. It's not, it's all what? on camera <laughs> <laughs> um so that was pretty cool i had him to so like we got we that we mission accomplished we mm-hmm. we we set out one goal really which was to get yilma a muskie yeah. and we got yilma a muskie yay yay and it was like a beautiful it was all green like all like these shades of different greens like the belly was light like a light um green and then there was like really dark on top and yeah, it was yeah. really nice and this it had a black back eh? Like had a black back, yeah. like a dark, deep dark, green. Dark, dark back. Yeah. Scars on the tail. Scars on the tail. It's been through a lot. Yeah. Been through a lot. Okay, Adam. Uh, we've come to the part of the show where, well, if Mitch was here, we we asked the same five questions to every guest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, maybe one day we'll make a coffee table book. I don't know. But uh, but they're called Mitchie's Fishies Five because Mitch made them up. There's five questions and his name's Mitch. <laughs> but I'm going to pull them up on my phone here because sometimes I forget them. Uh, and then uh, we'll ask them to you, and uh, and we'll we'll get going, and then that'll be it. That'll be that's the podcast. Uh, you haven't memorized them yet. Well, I mean, we can go. I mean, here I also want to find the right. Uh, no, not that one. Think it's this one? <laughs> I think it's yellow. No, no, no. Is it? I think so. No, that was uh yellow or green. I think it might be green. Okay, just do it. Mitchie's yeah. <laughs> There we go. It's time for Mitchie's Fishies Five. <laughs> so even though he's not here, we still got him. Uh, we got we got him a little bit here. Can you do that again? I miss him. <laughs> I know I miss Mitchies, him too. Mitchie's Fishies Five. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, Adam, number one, uh, what's your favorite fish and why? Man, that's another tough one. Um, Always chasing bass is my number one for sure, whether it's largemouth or smallmouth. I kind of prefer largemouth if I'm going to go fishing by myself just because I think we have a lack of 
large mouth lakes up here more challenging not not that it's more challenging we just uh we have a, an abundance of small mouth lakes up here mm-hmm. so it's just like the other thing there's a couple things to it like it's just good to practice them because i'm in a lot of my tournaments like states in the states Got yeah kind of yeah. makes sense yeah you're learning how they react to all these fronts and stuff that mm-hmm. we're dealing with right mm-hmm. so well, that's cool yeah, yeah. that's cool oh. so it's always work or practice or right. you know what i mean right right yeah it's so more data that's why i like fly fishing because i don't put myself in that like you know what i mean guide I mean, mode yeah mm-hmm. like it or like fishing like i'm I, i'm putting myself pressure on myself in order to yeah i always should be catching like right I, I put that like pressure on myself mm-hmm when I'm fly fishing, I just kind of like I'm able to relax and let go. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's about making the cast rather than catching the fish. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that makes sense. Well, that does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's a great point. I think yeah. you know we always say you know it takes you. I don't know. It like really keeps you in the moment and stuff, and that's cool. Do you remember your first fish on the fly rod? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh, big uh, salmon. I hey. went, yeah, I oh, went sure. with uh, Johnny Giuliani and oh. my buddy Tyler. Yeah. And uh, Johnny's another guide up in the Sioux. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Very. Uh, I've they're, heard they're, of jo- I've yeah. heard yeah Johnny Giuliani before. Really yeah. good guy. Um, so they set me up with this fly rig, and uh, it's like the indicator rig stacked, and uh, we're up in a a trib up. So it was a what would it be? It'd be a Huron trip. Mm-hmm. So I hook into my first fish and I have my hand on the rod and my hand on the line. And I didn't have the line pinched. So I start stripping this fish in. And as I get like wider, I'm just like, what do I, what do I do now? I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I know those. Like yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, you got to pinch the line in your other hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, it was. I'll never forget. It was so yeah. funny, man. Classic. Yeah. Nice, man. So you landed, you landed that pink salmon. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. How big was it? Oh, that was. Uh, so every year, up here, there's a big year and a small year. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like it seems like every uh, odd year, the bigger pinks come up. Every even year, smaller pinks are up. So, hmm. um, it was a. I forget if it was. I think it was a big actual. Big pink with a nice hump, actually. Ooh, nice. nice. I'd love to catch pink salmon. Yeah, I've never caught a pink salmon before. Neither have I. Super rat. We could have done that while we were up here. Well, you know, we're just going to have to come back. A couple firsts up up, up here. We could have them. Yeah, we could do the pink salmon. We go up the Nipigon with you. Yeah. Okay, number two. If you could fish anywhere in the world right now, provided, of course, it wasn't COVID, and also provided that would be the best time to go there, where would you go? I can see your face. It could be a place you've been. It could be a place you want to go. It has to be October. No, 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 no. no, Just like, like where, if you could fish anywhere in the world right now, and let's just pretend it was like the bomb season to go there. Where would you go? I'd have to go to like, um, one of those lakes in Mexico for like those big, big, large, those big, large, Mm, that's probably where I'd go. Where Bill Dance likes to go. Yeah. Love love me some Bill Dance. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, Bill Dance was pretty sweet. And those I kind of forgot about those Mexican bass or, or like those bass lakes that they would they would always El Grande, yeah. They would always go well, those shows would go there and you'd be like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Have you ever have you fished in the States? Have you ever caught one of those big F U largemouths? I haven't caught a double digit. Eight fifty five is my biggest. <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. fish. What's your biggest Molly? Over eight. So oh. I did it. I did it. My biggest smallie, and you guys seen how our smallmouth are built here? Oh yeah. Oh shoulders like a yeah. Mother. yeah. Our growing season isn't as long, so they're they grow deep. Right. Um, my biggest smallmouth was twenty three and twenty three and a half inches by twenty one and a half inches. Wow. It was as big as so it was, it was like almost a, it was like as a, wide as it was, it was like long. Rib, yeah, it was like a square. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. That's messed up, dude. That's. Great, an- great answer though. Mexico. We haven't had that before. Well, at least I think some people would say Mexico for the saltwater fly fishing, but yes. Never. Yeah, they wouldn't say freshwater. That would be a sick trip. That would be yeah. sick. That would be sick. There's another one we got to do together. I'm in. Like, yeah. I, I love Mexico. <laughs> um, I do. Mm-hmm, he does. Uh, we're starting to get deeper here. Uh, what is your best fishing memory or your favorite fishing memory? Was it today? <laughs> no. <laughs> best day of fishing, or just, yeah, just like a best, me- just her best favorite, like funny something funny that happened, a sandwich you ate. I've had so many like gut answer. What's the first thing that comes to your head? I would say just days with my dad. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's those are my best memories. Perfect. Growing up, yeah, fishing with my old man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's that's great. That's a perfect answer. Do you, you guys obviously fish together a lot? Yeah, like we used to perch fish though. Okay. And then nice. uh, eat. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. He just liked to perch fish. So simple worm and hook. And then yeah. I mm-hmm. caught a smallmouth. And then I learned how to catch a smallmouth without using live bait. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, that <laughs> stuff on TV is true. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I used to think that too. I mean, like, uh, <sighs> does artificial work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, not just that. It was just like, you know, you'd watch these TV shows and they're like pulling fish after fish after fish. You're like, how is this possible? But then the more you learn, the more you Mm -hmm. realize that, you know, sometimes you have, we've had those kinds of days. Um, Bill Dance was, was, uh, was a mentor of mine. (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, but sometimes, but then you have, then you start realizing that, well, fishing is actually something you can learn. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not luck. No, well, no, there's might be some luck here and there, but yeah. for sure, of course. But like, there's a luck you can, you, everything yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? You can yeah. eliminate Good point. a lot of the variables so that luck is um, less. Yeah. You just said it right. You're trying to eliminate as yeah. many variables as you can to. Mm-hmm. And the percentage of luck goes down, keeps decreasing. Like yeah. the, the amount of times, like let's just say that Friday we were having a hard time, like the amount of times we changed what we were doing. If I was a, still a kid, I'd be like, they're not biting. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, well, exactly. perfect example today. Like, you're like, well, you can cast that game changer with that wire bite, or you could put on zero X and go for the chances. bass. Yeah, yeah, go for the bass. And then you ended so, up catching muskies. So there you go. Yeah. So kind of weird. Okay, that was number three. Number four. Uh, why do you fly fish, or why do you fish? I mean, obviously, you, you it's fish. Just, it's just passion. I yeah. Mean, ever since I've been a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. It's it, it's very much you. Yeah. Like I just literally like since I've been 
since we were across the road, I would every day when we were building the camp, whatever, because we, we our family built my cottage, um, I would be on the dock every day fishing to the point where my dad actually got a two-way radio because I would go from dock to dock to dock to dock to dock all the way over to my neighbors. So he got a two-way radio so they wouldn't have to yell down the beach get me because they didn't know yeah. which neighbor i was at for supper and stuff like that i love that that's, so that's great. great yeah that's awesome yeah. no it's fair anybody who gets to uh, would encourage you to spend a day on the water with adam not only do you learn but uh learn very quickly you, you could just yeah i feel like you could just uh, andy said this today he said i feel like adam could just fish 12 hours a day 365 days a year if you if if you if wanted I, to, if I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Pretty dude much. does not want to, yeah, leave the water. No. I love it. Yeah, well, we we were about to leave, and he's like, "No, you guys are not leaving." <laughs> and, then so, and then that, we got that, that, that big, fish. Yeah, and you got that big bite yeah. at the end of the night. After yeah. That. yeah, yeah. So it's like, mm. always, hey, I always listen to your guide, folks. I we I always listen to your guide. Yeah, we weren't we weren't at the major yet, man. <laughs> you're right it's you're true. right true. that's why i was hey i didn't want to leave you know i just i knew we had to do this there was so many things yeah. i i would stay on the water forever man like when we did the first night we got off the water it was it night was time it was dark yeah. yeah yeah but we were catching smallies and and i kind of had a late morning that day too so well i think we all did a little bit later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay uh this is our favorite fair to say our favorite question Fair to say. Yeah, fair to say. Fair uh, to say. If you were a fly, <laughs> yeah. what would you be? This is the coffee table thing. I think like we're gonna take everybody's answer do we, and do and do. Do we mix up bait as well? Do we mix up like? Well, we well we can do if you were a fly, what would you be? And then if we could do yeah. if you were a if you were a conventional tackle, what would you be? Two parter to number bait. five. <laughs> what is the Adam? Shad rap. <laughs> <laughs> what is the the Adam fly? I I, first thing that comes to my mind is dragonfly for some reason. Perfect. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the yeah, those are good damselflies. Yeah. I have catch a lot of fish on damselflies yeah. and like dragonflies. Mm -hmm. So especially bass, maybe only bass actually. Mm -hmm. Um, cool and uh, conventional tackle. Would you be a red devil? <laughs> a five of diamonds? I'm like, I haven't, I haven't. Old faithful? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I've, I'm like, uh, those are the only ones I know. Yeah. I only know Shatter Rap and, uh, um. Crankbait. Crankbait. Crankbait? Yeah. Crankbait and a dragonfly. Nice. Perfect. I like. I like it. I like well, that's it, man. I mean, like that was uh, we had a, we had an amazing weekend. We caught a ton of fish. We saw a lot of just beautiful scenery. A lot of eagles. We saw. We you know we we stayed at these. We stayed at Birchland. These awesome cottages. Um, oh wait, very important. We saw a tadpole. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds. That was. That we we literally saw a tadpole come out of twenty feet of water. Yeah, and surface. Super weird. Yeah. 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 Why the yeah. frogs hatch this time in? Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of weird things happening up here. Yeah. Mosquitoes? <laughs> mosquitoes, black flies. We were like, I was like, I thought you guys were dead. We got hit by black flies. Yeah. 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 Man, weird. Super weird. Yeah. Um, 
And then those jellyfish type things. Yeah. So what are the, what are those exactly? Freshwater jellyfish. That's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. They're cute though. They're like just like <laughs> little white little, 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 going through the water. They're like bluish though. If you look at them. Yeah. Like yeah, they stand out. It was pretty cool. I wonder if the muskie eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows what those yeah. things do? They gotta eat something. Yep. <clears throat> Cause it wasn't my fly. Um, but, uh, <laughs> we had a wicked weekend. We saw a lot of great scenery. Uh, like I said, we had some great fishing. We had some tough fishing, but overcame it. We learned a lot. Uh, I learned a lot from you, Adam. Thank you. Um, it's shameless plug time. How do people find you? Where, what's your Instagram? What's your, what's your Facebook? Your I don't know if you want to give out your phone number, but <laughs> you can MySpace, if you want to. MySpace page. You can tell whatever you want. Um, <laughs> My phone number is, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my business is Angling Algoma. You can uh, find me at anglingalgoma.com, um, anglingalgoma at gmail.com, anglingalgoma on Instagram and Facebook. Mm. Got it all covered. Yeah. I can't stress this enough. Um, you know, I've read about Algoma a ton. Uh, it's taken me way too long to get here. Um, always would see it on the new fly fisher, you know, and, uh, they would, they, they're big fans of the region and it's, uh, it's easy to see why people, yeah, absolutely. uh, Mark and, and, and the staff here have been amazing. Adam, your dog. <laughs> awesome. We learned a lot. So thanks a bunch for taking us out and thanks for getting Yilma his first musky. Yeah. Thanks dude. Yeah, man. Pretty good times. Good times. Boys. Yeah, man. Really good times. Um, but anyway, that's, uh, yeah, I guess I'll give a little shout out to, of course, 40 Creek Drift Outfitters and uh, everybody, Rob LaRue and his team at Algoma uh, Tourism uh, for setting everything up, um, Destination Ontario. Uh, there are so many lakes. There mm-hmm. are so many fish. Yeah. More uh, lakes than there are land. <laughs> and, uh, and, oh yeah, by the way, you're, you're, you know, you can also, you, you can also fish the Great Lake as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of water to cover here. What, what Great Lake? Uh, it's Huron, right? Or Superior. Or Superior. We got both. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot to cover up here, and uh, I would strongly suggest hiring Adam to do it for you, if nothing else but to meet Remy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, thanks. That's it for me, Aldo. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. This is Yoma. Thanks, saying Adam. Good, saying goodbye. Signing off from <laughs> the cabin. I love saying that. Yeah. That's a good movie, by the way. Actually, no, it wasn't a very good horror. It wasn't. I didn't like the cabin. Anyways, signing off. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. You can find all of SoFly's content at SoFly.ca. On Instagram, we're at the SoFly crew. You can reach us at the SoFly crew at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns. On Facebook, we're SoFly, and our podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify.